I've always been like persistent, hardworking and willing to put in the extra hours, like no matter in, in what I do, like if I really like want to make that happen, you know, and I think that's the most important, like you need to be willing to put in the extra hours. And it definitely paid off. Hello, my name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production at The Fox in Melbourne. Thanks for listening to Podcast. My guest today is Andreas Sanaman, CEO and co-founder at Benstown. I've known Andy for a long time. He's a really great guy. Equal parts successful and humble, which is an increasingly rare combination these days, I think. It's amazing to finally get him on the podcast. Live from his terrace, here's Andy. Andy, how are you? Good, sir. Good. I'm good. Thanks for reaching out, Dom. (laughs) It's nice to be in touch. Paint the picture for me. How are things in Stuttgart at the moment? Um, they're pretty good, actually. I mean, beside all the insanity, obviously, I'm sitting outside, like on my terrace, is like nice 25 degrees Celsius. I'm enjoying a coffee and chatting with Looks you. Looks sunny so, and beautiful, yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be worse, to be really honest. I mean, despite all the other stuff which is going on, which is obviously like not good and uh, bad for everyone, but like I'll, the painting the moment is actually pretty nice. So, so before uh, COVID-19 came along, did you work from home much? Uh, not really. I mean, I do like administrational work from home sometimes, like video conferencing or like emails, but mostly in the mornings when my kids are in school, mm. like during afternoon and the day I'm usually in, like in the office. Yeah. And so how has business changed for you and Benstown over the last few weeks? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, to be honest, it's like uh, more than three and a half or four almost because... Um, yeah, of course. Um, we saw it kind of coming. So I basically had everyone like pack their stuff up like... Th- three and a half weeks like on Friday three and a half weeks ago mm-hmm. to be like ready like when they obviously officially announced that they want to have like um, restrictions on people here like not not too many people in one room just two people outside whatever blah 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 so we were kind of like prepared like the worst case scenario so everybody could basically work from home like mm-hmm. before it was officially announced also kind of like because I would feel like really bad if uh, one of my co-workers or one of my colleagues parents would get sick because of this like me forcing them staying into like like an office or like a studio situation, you know? Yeah, of course. And how are things over in California? Is everyone working from home there as well? Are you sort of in touch with those guys? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I think most of the guys working from home, some people still go to the office, but they have like, obviously like they work in different rooms. Like there's like several like rules. So they're not like, um, but most of the guys I think work from home now. Yeah, okay. And how are you finding it? Is it uh, is it annoying you yet? <laughs> no, I think it's fine. I mean, for me personally, and this is funny though because I had like kind of like a same same kind of conversation last week. I think for me personally, it's okay because I tend to have a little bit more freedom when I'm at home and less like um, more freedom means like more time for like my work than actually like talking to people and, and managing people. So for me, it's kind of like it's okay. Like. Um, it's, it's not too bad to be really honest like and i think we also have not seen like any severe drop in quality or any issues because everybody obviously has like a home set up and is ready to work from home anyway so i think we've been like a, in a very blessed situation compared to other companies who are like need to find their ways yeah and i think that's the beautiful thing about what we do is um you know stax was just talking about it like you can take your mind and your laptop and you can continue putting out great stuff at home that's not a problem um but uh yeah, it's different, isn't it? I mean, do you like how do you sort of structure your days? Like, what does a typical day look like for you? I know you have a lot going on. Um, I think it does not look like far different than usual. I mean, I, I 
tend to get up at the same time, maybe a little bit earlier, because my kids, even if they don't have to go to school, they don't sleep in. Like, so I get up around like six, maybe six thirty if I'm lucky, and my youngest is not pulling me out of the bed before. And then like I'll have breakfast, and then basically do do my thing and start working on um, emails, calls, and then later on like uh, production, obviously. Yeah, okay. And do you find yourself on a lot of sort of video calls across to California and other countries? Like how often are you on those kind of things? Um, I mean, as the company layout is um, spread out anyway, so it's a little bit more with the team here, obviously, where you have like a lot of personal interactions usually here in the Stuttgart office. So this is like replaced by video calls, but the other frequency of video call has not changed to be honest yeah. so I mean it's the regular like Monday production call and then like Tuesday tech call Wednesday so and so on I mean of course there's like spontaneous and more immediate things now you have to handle with call but I mean with today's technology I think it's fine so it's not a big difference I think the big difference is with the team here so I'll try to take extra care and like call them a couple of days at a time see like checking in everybody's fine is everybody staying sane like <laughs> is there any problems can can I help like with something is there any issues like we need, yeah. to, need to take care of but I think it does not have like it doesn't didn't change too much like for us besides I missed a personal interaction because I, I'm big on that and I really like like having personal interactions so it's kind of like that's the only bummer for me you know yeah have you managed to take any of that stuff online are you guys doing like games nights or anything like that or yeah they do like uh, i think they do like friday uh five o'clock beers in the la office i mean we we obviously ollie and i like speak frequently and like have like coffee or or like uh drinks beside that so i mean yeah yes and no i think a lot of the guys like they're happy when they're done with work and they have time to hang out with their fiances girlfriends wives kids you know so i think yeah this both yeah how about inspiration andy what are you liking at the moment what are you hearing what are you into um, I mean, I, I'll, I, I mean, I'm interested in so many different things, so it's kind of like complicated. There's like not the one thing. I mean, I usually do what I always do is I, I do workout, I do meditate, I try to read, um, as much as possible, which is difficult as I'm always ordering book, books, but I'm having a hard time like to complete <laughs> and read them because there's so much shit going on all the time. Of so, but yeah, um, I'm a lot, um, like professionally, I'm a lot into like, um, culture right now. Like, like, uh, I'm read, I'm reading a lot about like work culture, like what type of cultures make people thrive and like, uh, perform extraordinary. What are the rules to those? I mean, there's a lot of great, um, books out there and I try to, um, try to basically focus like on that topic right now in terms of um, like if it's reading for a course if it's just reading like of course I enjoy like different stuff but like like professionally this is the topic which is like the most interesting to me right now like what makes great companies and great cultures like thrive compared to others like what is the what is the the good things what is the bad things what is the takeaways and there's a lot of really fascinating books about that and it's kind of like a became a thing for me where I'm like checking back with like what I'm doing um what, what what people are doing like and um yeah it's a pretty interesting thing for me right now i know of course like the spinning became really uh a thing due to the fact i, saw, I told you before so spinning is something i'm really interested in right now as well so i tried like several apps and do several courses and yeah that's fantastic what's um <clears throat> what's benstown doing at the moment you know i saw the other day you've, you've started a facebook group for covid19 
Yeah, that's that's um, that's uh, really our latest, uh, I would say, our latest venture, like together with um, Ken Benson, who who should get all the credit for this because it's basically Ken Benson's from P1 Research, Ken Benson's idea, and he was like so nice to um, to do it together with us, and um, uh, it's it's it took off like phenomenally. Like we have never thought like this is gonna like be so interesting for so many people. I mean, we felt there was something there because a lot of clients were reaching out and asking like like what are you doing? Like, is there any ideas? Like blah blah blah, but like it took like took up like a thunderstorm. So it's really impressive. Like I think eighteen hundred people are in that group. Like and we started like a week ago. So it's pretty pretty impressive. That's amazing. I even saw it on Radio Today Australia and thought, man, you guys are coming far and wide here. Yeah, it's kind of like a friendly environment. Like even in in, in weird or strange times, right? I think I feel the radio community sticks more together than ever. Like I've been like in contact with so many production people. I have not spoken for a long time now. Maybe do they have all time now and are self isolated or working from home or I don't know. But it's, I think yeah, it's uh, it's a really good thing and it's really just helping the cause like people sharing ideas and making the best out of it and we see radio usage goes up right i think uh us last week 14 percent up according to nielsen data we've seen uk going up a couple percent i don't know how it's australia but um people definitely go back to radio which is uh, uh on the listening side of things a great thing i mean of course the financial side of it's going to be complicated with all the cancellations from advertisement but um I think it's an interesting an interesting finding that people even if they use the internet like all the time that they if it's for real information and like for like if there is any severe things that a lot of people tend to go back to radio it's like an interesting finding for myself I think the last couple of weeks What do you reckon the um challenges facing the industry are going to be over the next little while I mean it's going to be massive I think it's going to be massive economical challenges to be really honest yeah. I mean um and I mean, I can understand to a certain degree because, of course, like no matter what type of company you're having right now or if you're like the in charge of the marketing budget, you need to be cautious what you're doing because all the companies are going to losing money. But I think like I'm always a fan of like investing anti-cyclic and all do, doing things anti-cyclic. Um, that's why nobody's working on short term at Benstown, right? A lot of companies you work on short term and they take um, sub- subsidi- subsidization from the state here because Germany basically uh, pays for if you basically put people on a leave for a couple of weeks or something. But um, I think you need to work anti-cyclic and I would like basically recommend this to everybody who's like in the advertisement business right now because we see like, the, I think on television you already see it that people are addressing that situation with specific like targeted ads and specific targeted spots. And if, I think if you have something you can sell online now, I think it's the right time for like put your advertisement dollars also in radio now and not just like into television or, or, or online ads. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see more people being brave and spending money, obviously, but that's kind of like for us on the radio side of things, um, different than the people who are actually spending that money in advertisement seed, I assume. But I, I would definitely do it differently, and we at Benstown do it differently because we'll try to basically put out even more content and help like everybody even more than before because we know it's a tough situation for all our clients and all our friends and partners. Yeah. I know you don't like this word, but your first CEO I've had on the podcast. I want to ask you a little bit of a broad question, and it's without notice, but what do you think makes people successful in business? Because you've certainly been very successful in business, man. 
I think it's persistence. For me personally, it's persistence. So I think persistence like is more important than anything else. And a lot of like to my success, I need to credit to a lot of other people and, and lucky endeavors I had in my life. You know, I mean, I was meeting always the right people like at the right time. And I think a lot of the business success we're having is due to the fabulous work uh, my partner Chachi is doing in the United States. Yeah, you know, like I think talent is overrated. To be really honest. Um, I think it's it's always about persistence. Of course, you'll find people who are really speci- really special and really talented. But I think in terms of business, persistence and the belief that you can achieve what you want to achieve is kind of like it's more important than anything else, you know, mm-hmm. I think. And also like helping people, you know, like for me, it's never um, it has never been about like a business success or something. For me, it was always about like at least creating something which... I think would be valuable for myself and then seeing if this is going to work for other people and being of help for other people, you know, like helping them to make their day easier or their life better. You know, Mm. I think this has been like, if there is a recipe, I think that has been like the biggest advantage that like Ben Sao never had that we were not doing it like for ourselves, we're doing it for our customers. You know, we're not like basically like uh, counting dimes here to make something possible. We always try to make like, the best product, no matter like how much it costs and like, like kind of like providing first before asking like in, in, in like for a favor afterwards, you know, I think that's, uh, especially in challenging times, I think that's, that's kind of like the key. Like if you do it, like, because you love to do it, not just because of like, oh, I want to be successful because I think people spot that, you know, if you do mm-hmm. things just because you want to like be successful, like people get that. I think people understand that their antennas are out there and they, they, they're going to they're gonna detect that. Yeah, I agree 100%. If you're out there just to drive a Ferrari or something, people are going to be like, this bloke just wants to drive a Ferrari. Yeah, especially like they can like sell dry cleaning or, you know, like <laughs> whatever, you know. I mean, this is, if it's just about the money, then you, there's a lot of ways, a lot of like segments in business where you can aim, make more money, be work less and see so you have like lower stress levels than like in what we do, obviously, like in an industry which is declining like in a competitive environment with um technical opportunities like available everywhere like online sources for everything i mean just look at music production like how different that is like 20 years ago you know i remember like ollie and me like doing jingles on outboard roll-on synthesizers you know i mean is this it's like sounds like an old person but like yeah, it I, wasn't mean, that long I remember ago. this yeah. no it's like 17, 18 years ago, you know, like maybe 20. So it's, it's, I mean, there's a massive shift, which is great because it's kind of like a democratization of content, which is fine. Like everybody can do like pretty good content right now. Um, but it's more challenging, obviously, if you need to make money from it, right? I mean, this is definitely true. I mean, the the heydays, I think, in radio is like, that's like long ago. And I love you mentioned persistence before. Another good word for that is probably like hard work. And I've heard a lot of people talk about this. Like you can have a little bit of talent, but probably what's more important is that you're willing to work hard at something. Yeah. Yeah, I have always outworked people. See, I'm not gifted like with like any specific talent. Like also never was like in school or with sports or something else. Mm. It's just like you like I think there is like a lot of talented people, but they lack in terms of not I don't want to say they lack because it's like it's me judgmental, but I mean there's a lot of talented people like don't have the gigs they should because they don't have the wor- right work ethic or mm. they don't have the mentality to outperform like people if I've always been like persistent, hardworking and willing to put in the extra hours, like no matter in in what I do, like if I really like want to make that happen, you know? And I think that's kind of like... I love that. That's 
Well, I don't know. Like sometimes it's challenging, like with wife and kids and stuff. You know, <laughs> so, know. my wife would agree with you in that. But yeah, I think that's like that's the most important. Like you need to be willing to put in the extra hours, especially in our job. And and you know that better, Dom, than yeah. than like a lot of people working with so many like really outstanding talented people and and put your mark into the Australian radio uh, radio landscape as well right i mean there's like so many talented people oh, totally. like chris davis konski Saidi. Mm-hmm. i mean there's people they have like specific gifts and like for regular guys like you and me <laughs> like we'll need to basically try to outwork them and outperform <laughs> doing them doing 20 you know? hour days to try and keep up that's yeah, right right i mean it's like because some people just gifted you know like mm. and if we talk of australia there's definitely a few people that are just gifted like with their talents like Saidi. is just like an insane writer and creative person and you it's hard to 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 learn that it's just gifted with a talent and like people like you and i will need to put like the extra hours in if we want to come up with a clever script idea or this guy's maybe while having showering or like you know it's just that's just that's just how it goes you yeah know? It, it's funny i do get that a lot i hear some work and i think oh man i wish i'd thought of that that's kind of how i'm feeling often too <laughs> <laughs> um the last thing I want to ask you, Andy, is, you know, I think um, it's a really weird time and everyone's sort of just trying to tackle this day by day. I think you'd probably agree perspective is really important in times like this. What do you do to kind of keep a bit of perspective and just kind of keep everything in check for yourself? Yeah, like I'm different like in this type of things than other people, to be really honest. Like I think like this is going to like pass, you know, I mean, this is just going to be over a certain day. It's just like we'll just need to persist and wait it out. Of course, it's challenging having like two kids. Like they, you they, you can't send them outside. They can't see friends. If you want to play by the rules, right? Um, but at the end of the day, like this is just a little thing. Like I'm, I mean, I'm 41 now, so like for me, this is like the first time in my life that I have like feel restrictions. You know, mm. so and I feel like people just need to be like understanding that there's so many people in the world like they have like such a far worse life than we have like being gifted being born in countries like germany australia the united states canada like with all the luxury like all the things you want like delivered at your doorstep like every second of your of your life like being able to watch whatever you want whenever you want like do whatever you want being financially like uh even if you're financially responsible, like we'll at the end of the day can get us everything what we want beside a Ferrari. But you, you get my point, right? There's <laughs> yeah. so many people like who have like such a much more harder life than we do. So I think like and knowing that that's kind of like keeps me in perspective basically every day. Even if there's like a lot of frustrating things happening, like also in work, business relationships, like dude, like I mean, there's countries, there's wars, like people starving. You know, I mean, there's real issues. So staying at home for like a couple of weeks and not getting ill hopefully like for all of us is mm. not really like a problem right i mean True. in my in my opinion like of course it gets annoying of course my kids annoy me sometimes my wife annoys me sometimes it's, you fight you argue but it's gonna be over like in a couple of weeks and then we're all sitting there and it's just gonna be like a story right yeah it's gonna be just a story like you tell your grandkids one day oh like 20 years ago we we're all had to like basically stay inside the house for two weeks right yeah i mean Think if you told my grandmother that, I mean, she'd laugh about that shit. I mean, yeah, honestly, yeah. I mean, I've, yeah, I mean, she's been to Russia like for six years, like for as mm-hmm. war prisoner, you know, like it's just like there's so many people in the world like having such much more harder time than we do. And I think for some, for some people, it's, I think, a really good thing. So they understand like what's really important in life, like seeing friends, like just hanging out, having fun, you know, like without like all the 
all the, the, the things are just like feel so important, but aren't, you know? And that's, I think, of course, do I miss, miss sushi? Yeah, I'd love to go like a <laughs> Japanese restaurant, but if I really wanted to, like I can have it delivered, you know? That's the thing. Like we're not even like, there's not even real restrictions here. It's good to remember that stuff. That is, and I asked you about perspective and that is literally perspective. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, I would have a question, like, how are you guys dealing with that? Like, how is it difficult? For, because Australia obviously is like the other part of the world. So like, how is it for you? Like, is it complicated? Like, how do people feel about it? Like, well, thanks for asking. I mean, I've got a full studio set up at home. Uh, so for me personally, it's kind of business as usual. I've even okay. got like an office phone from the building in this room. So if they ring my extension, it rings in this room, which is a bit like weird, but I'm sort of like in that sense, it's like <laughs> continuous. Um, Konsky's obviously set up from home. Um, some of our producers are in the building, but it has absolutely changed the way we work. And I think there's a couple of elements. I mean, there's how I work with the other audio producers, which is pretty uninterrupted. But then probably what's been really hard for people to adapt to is the the radio station content teams, you know, like yeah. dealing with your program director remotely when you're used to meeting with them, um, music directors, um, show producers, assistant content directors. Like normally for Fox, we have like a team of 30 or 40 people in the boardroom yeah. and we're all on like Zoom calls where people are dropping in and out. And as you say, it doesn't matter, but it's really changed how we have to communicate, I think. So you do those like video calls with Zoom and like there's 40 people and this and kicking around like an idea like how do you do this in terms of like you raise the hand and you talk or like <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it gets a bit awkward and you talk over each other um yeah. so i think our zoom calls we've sort of split them up a bit so for fox probably the most you'd have on one at the moment is maybe 20 uh, okay. and everyone kind of mutes their microphone but i think okay. yeah you kind of it, it gets a bit awkward and you kind of break off into smaller <laughs> groups and you go we'll just discuss right? that the three or four of us yeah that's what we try to i mean it's literally like everybody so is yours on zoom like we'll um we use like workplace and go to meeting um i heard a lot of people like zoom a lot so i i've used it like a couple years ago but somehow we went over go to meeting which is kind of like has been like pretty stable for us yeah we have a couple it's just dawned on me i actually don't think we use zoom that's something else i'm using that for family <laughs> i can't keep up <laughs> we're using yeah. cisco and uh skype i think for work okay mainly where are your parents like they're close or you have to zoom them basically they're, like every no, day so they're, yes they're about two hours away um, okay but i'm just doing phone calls with them i don't know if mum would really uh, get into the video <laughs> call <laughs> That's right. Andy so, just you didn't change the, the camera. It's the wrong side. It's the wrong side. Change the camera. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, but it's you fine. know what? It's good fun. And as you say, it just makes you appreciate when we actually can go and give these people a hug in a yeah. few weeks or months. How good is that going to be? Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I mean, my dad's 70th birthday is today. So I basically drove over. That's so why I said 12.30 would be good. So I basically drove over to his place and, and uh, dropped some wine and some stuff and just like, he came down and we will just like, uh, like with like five meters distance, say, hey, happy birthday. My kids were holding like a sign. It was like, see, like, of course it's, yeah, but you can still make it work. You know, and like you said, it's going to be awesome. Like I'll, like my son's birthday was like two days ago. Like my birthday was like middle of like when this started. Like there's so many friends, like I'll just, we'll just like kicking around ideas and like, what are we going to do when this is over? And just like, okay, we're just going to do like a big party and like everything's going to be all right. And everybody would like appreciate that so much more like, oh, I'll have to go here. Like, oh, it's another birthday. I mean, we all know that, right? Mm. And that's what I mean. It brings us a little bit back to like 
hey, like what's really important, you know, like spending time with friends and family, like enjoy the little things. I think that's going to like change at least for me, like because I'm sometimes like, oh, I'll have to go here. I have to go there. <laughs> oh, it's like a lot of stuff, like constantly emails coming in still on the weekend. You still have to do the birthday party of this like 11th kid, you know, mm-hmm. like of your 50s friend, you know, but I think it's, I mean, for me, I think I'm like you, I'm like looking forward to like hug people again and hang out and just like, like kick the shit and just yeah, have a great time, you know? Shaking hands. Remember when we used to yeah. shake hands? No one does that anymore. It's kind of like awkward, of course. I mean, some of the cultures are better off. I think in Asia, people don't shake hands for all the same. It's like better, right? But yeah. for them, it's not as bad as for us, but we're like doing the hug thing, obviously shaking hands like all the time. Yeah. So. I can't wait to shake your hand again, Andy, man. That's going to be good. Yeah, when? When? You need <laughs> well, to come I don't over. Know. Yeah, all right. Well, um, yeah, last time you didn't want to come over, Paris was too, like, I told you three hours <laughs> with the train. It would be like quick. I was, I was on a quick work trip. And the second time I was there, I was with my girlfriend. I don't think she would have appreciated more radio to us. Yeah, we'll just show her the city. It's fine. Like, it's, uh, it's a good thing. Yeah. For sure. I mean, next year, Worldwide Radio Summit. Like, let's. All right, let's try to get that. That might be something. That might be something. Andy, thanks so much for hanging out, man. This has been really cool. Thanks for doing this. Like, I think it's really good for our industry and like getting people together. I always listen uh, to your podcast and kind of humbled that you chose me, like, finally. Oh, like, <laughs> had to get the CEO on, Andy. <laughs> no, it's. Ah, come on. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Massive thanks again to Andy. That was great. Um, Andy's happy to hear from anyone. Reach out on the socials uh, and make sure you check out Andy's blog at benstown.com if you haven't already. It's awesome. I'm at Dom Evans AU on socials, show at gmail.com if you'd like to get in touch. Until next week, stay safe, please, and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>